today. My guest on today's show is feeling pretty good herself. I had a conversation with the lovely Stephanie Irwin. She's a photographer, stylist, and she currently works in communications at Netta Porter. I sat down and spoke to her about her latest side project that she's been working on, the Fashion Originators podcast, where she interviews game-changing entrepreneurs operating in the fashion space. Check it out. The guests that she has on there are amazing and the conversations are incredible if you're looking to relate to someone who's been there and done it. It was a joy to speak to her. This conversation was one of the first ones that I recorded and it was perfect doing it with her as my first guest as someone who has been there before, podcasts regularly. She really held the space for me to like make loads of mistakes and to fuck up. It was so fun. In this conversation, we talk about the idea of green light thinking and changing the limits of our mind, which I know some of you listening might be thinking that's kind of woo-woo, but hold on. It's something that I'm constantly battling with in my own projects. And actually, I think we all kind of go through it as creatives or just humans. Someone said to me a few weeks ago, like, oh, like, I really want to get into photography. You know, I've got a really great eye, but the camera I need to make it happen is 500 pounds. And they were just like, well, I guess that's that. And I was like, this cannot be where your dream ends. Like, you get that money, you do whatever you have to do to make it happen. But to this person, the money was a huge roadblock. And you'll probably know exactly what it feels to want something and then to be up against the wall of an obstacle or a challenge that you need to overcome. And I feel like this is just a part of life. This is just a part of desire of wanting to be more and wanting to move forward. I think this conversation will stand as a way to challenge those things that we call facts of life that hold so many of us back. Stephanie discusses the mental problems that she had when figuring out the idea for her podcast. So she talks us through it being a really small idea, not thinking she could do it, to going and now being on her second season. It blows my mind because from the outside, and if you follow her on Instagram, you just see her winning and going from project to project, just killing it. So it's really amazing for her to be really vulnerable and to see what it's like on the other side. If it turns out you're really into staff and you want to get in touch with her, she can be found on Instagram at The Fashion Originators and her podcast streams on all podcast libraries. Hello guys, welcome to the Bold, Brilliant and Broke podcast. I'm here with a good friend, Stephanie Irwin. How are you? I'm good. You know, we just uh, we just did an art show yesterday. Well, yeah. you came to an art show I yeah. was in yesterday, more accurately. And I recorded a live podcast there and I talked to like 25 different people yeah. about the whole concept of, of being in between. Yeah. So that was the whole thing of the exhibition. So I'm I very, loved like, that idea. I loved it. It was so like... You know, when you do something, I guess, creative, because that's what we talk about here, (laughs) you feel tired as hell, but you're like, that was great. Yeah. Really energized. Yeah. I'm like tired, but energized at the exact same time. So before we get into this week's mm -hmm. episode, what responses did you get about being in between? So many. I loved my response, by the way. Mm. (laughs) Okay. So I'll tell you one about, there was like a six-year-old girl and kind of in the, there was one phase of the exhibit where it was called separation, where the chairs were separated mm-hmm. and she was like, people were, would wear like blindfolds and I would ask them like, are you in between right now? And she was telling me all about this drama between mm-hmm. her and her friends and how like one friend like hated this other friend and was telling her all this stuff about her and was like wanting her to take her side. Yeah. And the <laughs> other friend was also telling her stuff about the other friend. And she was like, I don't want to be involved. And she yeah. literally, she was like, 
I don't care about these people. <laughs> so cute that that's coming from a seven-year-old. Yeah. She so was so sweet. I liked her perspective. And yeah. then a lot of people talking about one guy I talked to for like 15 minutes. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Just about the one question. Oh, cool. He needs to start a podcast. Yeah. 100%. He sounds like he's great at talking. Oh, I need to get him on my podcast. He was a top lad. Totally. So today we're going to be talking about the concept of green lights and changing how we experience our reality or changing what we see as limits in our reality. I like it. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because often a lot of the things that stop us from getting an idea, a really good idea out into the world is because of these limits or these roadblocks that we see along our paths, whether that's a financial thing, whether it's like a mental thing and you're kind of self-sabotaging. So I just wanted to get into that with you. As someone who kind of like, you're publishing regularly on your podcast and you're doing loads of creative things. So how did your idea come about? For Fashion Originators podcast. Yes. So for Fashion Originators, I just got really into podcasts myself. And I had this weird like, I think like with anything, like if you got really into books or films, like to an extent, like you have this fantasy of what it would be like to be to make ones. or to make <laughs> yeah. one or to be Steven Spielberg and like make things blow up yeah. and stuff. And I kind of had that with podcasts for a little bit, but I went I, through the same thing. Yeah. Literally just fell in love. Yeah. So I was listening to a ton of podcasts because I was working this internship that Wonderful company, boring as hell. To the point my supervisor, she did the same job as me and she was like, start listening to podcasts. Like it'll, you know, it'll help the days. I'm like, this is depressing. (laughs) So yeah, I got into like This American Life, like Shane Dawson back when he had a podcast. um, All this like vulgar comedy kind of thing um, as well. And I kind of started looking into fashion stuff because I'm like, okay, I might as well be, you know, I'm in the fashion industry doing my job. Might as well learn while I'm learning. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything I liked. Okay. Like Camille Sherry, the blogger, like she had a podcast as well. Yeah. But it just I just wasn't it for me. Yeah. I'm sure she's wonderful, but it just wasn't it for me. And all these like other podcasts, it kind of bored me to death. So mm. I kind of had that idea brewing and there was a bet kind of with a, a guy I was seeing. Okay. Um, <laughs> it all starts, if you want someone of the opposite sex to pressure you into something, especially someone who's very attractive, <laughs> that helps. Yeah. <laughs> So he was like, I was kind of drunk. Like we were, you know, out for wine. Yeah. And he was like, why don't I literally found myself talking about how I wanted to start a podcast yeah. for like a half an hour straight. Oh my God. And the thing is he genuinely wasn't, he genuinely wasn't bored to tears. Okay. I was going to say like dating etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you think it's like, oh, he's just been like, yeah, well, when will she t- stop talking? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can talk about myself. <laughs> when I, so I can talk about myself and try to sleep with her. Yeah. I don't know how candid we're being on this podcast, <laughs> but he seemed so interested okay, in what amazing. I had to say, which was such a f- change for him that it almost made me like pay attention. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you have to start this by September, you know, pretty much holding me to account. And I was like, shit. Yeah. So you had someone literally being like holding you to account. Yeah. You okay, have cool. to. Yeah. You have to. Otherwise it's not going to happen for something that's scary and new. Yeah. Whether it's like with, you know, the speaking part of it or yeah. the technology. It was also daunting. Like even with the idea for this podcast, I think I just was, I had the same experience. Like I loved podcasts. And then mm-hmm. I was like, hey, no one's doing this for like young people, like living in London, you know, like renting and stuff. And then I remember like when I put it on Instagram and like people said, oh, that's a good idea. And I was like, oh, wow, I guess I'm actually doing this thing then. Like it was all of a sudden like 
now people are like expecting me to produce this thing yeah it gave me this push to be like to go out and do it well we're doing it now yeah we're doing it now (laughs) exactly so when you had the idea for the podcast and you met this guy and he's obviously like hey you've got to do this thing it sounds amazing yeah did you immediately have any thoughts as to why you couldn't do it or is your mindset already like you know what I've got this in the bag easy peasy definitely I was like how the hell am I gonna do this yeah I thought I had this limiting belief in my head, which is, I know what we're kind of talking about today about I am bad with technology Yeah, and was kind of repeating that to myself in my head, like subconsciously. And that like is not a helpful thing to do. Yeah. But once I became aware of it, I just was able to kind of talk myself down, like off the ledge, be like, now, now it's okay. It's okay. Um, there's a video by Jenna Marbles on okay. YouTube called Thoughts on Being Yourself. Okay. And that sounds unrelated, but she talks about this like future you kind of coming yeah. down and being like, no, I no, dear. Love that. And the way she explains it, I've literally watched that video like 20 times. It's like gotten me through a lot of shit. I love that. I think about that often. Like yeah. a lot of us are not thinking about our future selves and it really shows. Like a lot mm-hmm. of us are like... Or even I can say for me, like starting something and hitting a roadblock and stopping. But actually, if you just kept going for that year, like your future self could be way further than you could ever imagine. But you just don't know if you just stop your creative idea. Yeah, I think I think we get distracted. And part of the reason why stuff like vision boards work so yeah. well, not necessarily because of all the spiritual juju surrounding it, but of like being reminded of what you want on a yeah. regular basis and just holding your vision there I think is super important yeah so in in short I had a shitload of limiting beliefs I was like I pretty much it was a social shame thing that mm. kind of motivated me it was the you know as Tony <laughs> Robbins would say it was the pain that motivated me to like yeah create something I'm like this is gonna be shit like how am I gonna make this any good so yeah. What really got me to finally record was I ordered all this shit on Amazon all okay. in one drop. So it cost me probably like 300-ish pounds to okay, like interesting. order like the recording device, yeah. the mics, headphones, yeah. etc. And making that financial purchase, how did you feel about that? I was like, fuck, I have to do this now yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to feel real guilty. So again, it yeah. was kind of like, it's kind of fucked up. I was motivated by like shame. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I shamed myself into it. Okay. And I told myself, you know what, Steph, like it's enough for you to know how to operate this device, like get someone else to edit it. Like mm. if that's what it takes to make you create something, yeah. then delegate if you have the money. Yeah, I think that's so important. Like literally like do the things that you're really good at and get other people to. And also I think once you put money down on something, mm. once you invest in your idea, whether it's in buying equipment, hiring a photographer, whatever, I do think that that energy does something to a project Mm -hmm. if you're just scrapping around and try and get everything for free there's an energy there that is so different to when you're just like yeah like I'm buying this I'm doing this and I'm going for it it's an energy of lack and it's not it's not like I I watch um this youtuber um called Aaron Dowdy yeah okay Leora Alexandra okay Um, they're like the two like I'd say most popular, like quote unquote, like law of attraction YouTubers. Yeah, and I'll they have are, to add this in the show notes. Okay, for he can be a bit disclaimer. Aaron can be a bit like, um, how do I put it? Um, robotic at okay. times and a bit strange. Okay, he kind of gets like a look in his eyes, and you're just like, is he well? <laughs> is he all there? But if you like put his podcast like through, like what I do is I put his podcast through my Bluetooth speakers. Okay, he like has brainwashed me into like believing this whole like reality transurfing thing about. Oh my god! Um, reality transurfing. You're like, what? Is she, what drug is she on? Have you heard of it? No. So, okay, so basically, it's like tell me, um, tell me. To put it, distill it very simply. 
it's like being the person you want to be already, like being in that energy field, being in that vibe. Love that. Like, like letting go of importance, just not putting importance on things because Mm. believing that something is already yours. Yeah. And not focusing on the how. Yeah. So just being like, it's already mine, seeing an opportunity, taking it and not stressing about what happens. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I try and do a lot of that, but it's super difficult sometimes I'm someone who likes to think about things and plan things and Mm. even this conversation I was like oh like what's she gonna think about this but it is just letting go of the how that's how the magic happens because there's so many opportunities there's no way you can know how you're gonna get from a to b and it's changed a lot of facets of my life that I didn't think would change yeah like it's yeah, it's made it's made my life a lot more successful in some Amazing. areas that were not that successful. Oh, good. Um, kind of from reading that. So yeah, I'm I'm think I'm just gonna read it on repeat. Listen to Aaron's podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like the whole like concept of just being of that energy. Yeah, yeah. So now your podcast is out into the world. People mm-hmm. can do it. You've just finished your second season. Yeah. Which is an amazing achievement. Congrats. Oh my God. Like I've recorded so many. The fact that like more than my mom listens to it. (laughs) Look, I'm not Timothy Ferris, but the fact that more than my mom and family listens to it and like getting nice messages from people. Burp. (laughs) Getting nice messages from people at the end of the day. Yeah. It makes, it makes it worthwhile. Yeah. And also it's just that energy. Like I guess once you've put put it out there it's amazing to have people like meet you with that energy as well yeah and one thing that Aaron the YouTuber says is like um you get like abundance you get that not just from like making money off something yeah yeah Jenna's probably what you want to talk about as well Yeah. yeah so do you want to monetize your podcast um to an extent I already have okay but the amount I've invested in it yes is way more than I've made okay <laughs> let's give us some figures so like um I'd say I did one podcast sponsorship with okay. a company that I thought was really like on brand okay amazing um but it, let's just like I can't really say what the numbers were but yeah. it was not enough <laughs> <laughs> To quit the job and I mean, to it paid for someone to edit that episode, okay. which was nice. Nice. Um, and I hope that I'd love to be at a point where I can have one sponsorship each episode, so yeah. I don't have to edit any of them myself. Yeah. Um, that would be a really good place to be in. Um, I did make like a hundred pounds because I gave a lecture on podcasting. Oh, cool. Yeah, was cool at London College of Fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was only for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Of my time, but nonetheless, it was super fun. Um. So yeah, like besides that, not mm. really. And for me, it's just gotten me, I guess, opportunities to meet people and talk yeah. to really yeah. important people. Um, it's helped me get my the job I'm currently in now. Yeah. Um, because it's shown that I've like applied my digital marketing knowledge to something yeah. because oh, I was kind of stuck in this cycle of being like a press assistant, yeah. PR intern kind of thing. And I wanted to get out. Yeah. So to move yourself up to the next level in your career, you had to produce something. You had yeah. to do something. Yeah. So I guess if any of you are feeling stuck in a certain like profession within the creative, like within like fashion, whatever, and you're like, oh, this job I have is shit, but I still want to stay. Mm. Like, maybe consider like starting something, not necessarily to monetize, because I know that's what yeah. everyone always asks about, yeah. but perhaps as a way to free yourself. Yeah. I think that there's a mindset shift mm. when you create something just with the intention to share an idea or, you know, you just 
do a photo shoot because you want to do a photo shoot. For no reason. Yeah. I'm there's... doing a lot of stuff like that right now because yeah. I've been feeling like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Arts are creative outputs. Yeah. yeah. And I still sometimes, like I just said, feel like shit because yeah. I'm a human. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like I, yeah, I really love the idea of like making things and like just to get yourself out of that situation. Like I think also there's been periods in my life, especially after I graduated, where I kind of thought like, okay, like I'm just waiting for someone to give me the job that I deserve. Mm -hmm. So I love the idea of creating something and you giving yourself that opportunity, the next opportunity you deserve and not waiting for someone else to give it to you. Because it is scary in the sense that no one is going to give you that opportunity. Yeah, you have to take it. Yeah, like my dad told me, I remember when I was, this is like really harsh words as well. Okay. <laughs> um, he told me like I was applying for internships when I was in uni and I wasn't really having much luck. Mm. Everyone was ignoring me. I didn't understand why. I had little to no experience. Been there. <laughs> Probably why. <laughs> no connections. Yeah. And my dad's like, do you know why all your friends are getting internships and you aren't? And I was like, oh God, this sounds like going down a yeah. dark path. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I didn't even reply. And he was like, well, it's because all their parents know people and they're just giving them jobs. Like you don't know anyone in London. And I sat there, I'm uh, like, that's literally the worst thing to tell someone. Yeah. I got so angry that oh, it really? motivated me. Okay, cool. And to I'm meet like, people. Yes. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. So I'm like, I'm just going to put myself in front of these people because there's something about being in front of someone mm -hmm. that like, gives you a huge advantage yeah. and over it just, just changes the dynamic yeah like there's so much energy that comes across somebody in real life in a conversation that is kind can be lost mm. in email or an instagram dm 100%. or something like that podcasting makes you great at job interviews i've also discovered uh. <laughs> which can be a good and a bad thing yeah yeah <laughs> a bad thing how a bad thing in that people places you shouldn't necessarily work will want to hire you <laughs> Because you can convince them. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Lessons learned there. Mm. Tough lessons learned. Exactly. So your limiting beliefs that you had when you started the podcast. Yeah. How did you change those into things that you could overcome? To be honest, I still deal with them a lot now. Okay. Um, but I guess what's key, I think, for me now is the awareness of them. Yeah. Um, so the first limiting belief I had was... I went to a podcasting workshop actually, which yeah. was super worthwhile. Um, he doesn't do them anymore, but yeah. his name's Mark LaRoost of the Unconventionalists. I think I mentioned him every episode because yeah. I'm so grateful for his wisdom and positivity. Um, I went to his podcasting workshop one time. He mm. did a general assembly here in London where basically he like teaches you how to start a podcast, what equipment you need, et cetera. And I went to his workshop one year. And then after I finished uni, I went again. And he kind of came up to me after and he was like, Steph, like, it's, it's really great to see you again. But like most people don't come twice. Like, why are you here again? Why haven't you started your podcast yeah. yet? And I started crying to him. And I was like, I did not know that. Yeah. And I was like, Mark, I'm like, why would anyone want to talk to me? Oh my God. That's really vulnerable. Yeah. What did he say? And he's like, I believe that no matter no matter who you are, yeah. you have a story that's worth telling. And he's yeah. like, from what I've heard, you want, really want to help people and you want to talk to young designers. And it's important that you put that out there. Mm. So he made me put together a list of like 10 people who I thought would never come on my podcast mm. and to reach out to them. And one of them got back to me. That's incredible. And that was my first guest. Oh my God. 
sweet. That's incredible. Yeah, that's but, a mental thing to like shift everything. That was, that was the big one. I mean, techno, like, you know, that I'm bad at math. Yeah, I'm bad at yeah. technology. Like, you know, I still kind of deal with that to an yeah. extent. And I think we all kind of do as we learn new tech for platforms. Sure. For but sure. Just trying and accepting yeah. as well that your first episode is probably going to be shit. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I think in that moment, you really got real with yourself. You got real with the fear. Like there was no ego, no bravado. Like you yeah. were literally just like, I'm scared. Like, why is anyone going to talk to me? And I feel like it's only from that point that you can really move forward. Yeah. And even like emailing people as well is a big challenge in yeah. the beginning because you don't have any episodes to show for it. Exactly. So you're trying to have to get people to believe in something that doesn't exist yet and give their time to something yeah. that doesn't actually exist yet. So yeah, that's the great thing about like really giving people like Chip Wilson of Lululemon, who was my first guest, like, although he may be a controversial figure mm. to some, if you just Google him, it like things he said is a bit yeah. yikes. He was so giving of his time and yeah. his energy and his yeah. wisdom. And he like knows how to build an iconic brand. Yeah. He's like a fashion originator. Like he freaking invented board shorts, literally. Yeah, like for sure. Um, so speaking to someone like that, like he helped me so much and that mm. I could just drop his name in every email <laughs> shamelessly. <laughs> and it just moved you forward. And it moved me forward. Yeah. Hugely. So just have faith and like engage with other people who are in the podcast space in real life. Yeah. And in any space, I think, whether mm -hmm. if you are trying to be a journalist, you're trying to be a fashion designer, it's like speak to other people who are doing it. And also not to be afraid of networking. We were talking actually in your podcast networking. <laughs> about networking the and term. how it gets a bad rap. But actually, if you have something that you think is going to benefit other people, that you're going out and you're going with this, you know, the desire to help people, the desire to share knowledge, you actually should think that, you know, every person that you meet and you share your idea with they could benefit from you in some way. Maybe they want to hear from you. Maybe they need to hear your message. I totally get it though in like the early stages and that you feel like, hey, I'm, you know, talking to this editor yeah. right now. Like, you know, they could give me the world. They could make my career, but I could do nothing for them. And that's, Ooh. I think, you know, that's what you kind of think in the beginning. Like yeah. I couldn't help them. Like I don't have connections. Like yeah. how would I be of use to them? But I think what I've realized is that these people, it like gives them so much joy to help someone because they were young once. Yeah. They were young once as well. It's just that generosity, I think, as well. Like yeah. being able to like share the wisdom What's, and give back. To me, at least, what I found from speaking with people is that the nicest people mm. are either the people who are just starting out or who are really successful. Yeah. So like the people who are in the middle are very insecure yeah. I mean, not everyone, not everyone. I'm not shit talking anyone, yeah. but it seems to be a thing. I completely get that. I feel like it, when we're in the middle, we're kind of scared. We're definitely, or some of us are definitely coming from a place of lack where mm. we're kind of like afraid that somebody else's success is going to take away from ours, or we don't want to really share like how we've done something just in case somebody else does it better. Mm. It's really interesting. Especially among women yeah. as well. It's like really... Like I went to a talk with um, Stephanie Fair. She's um, one of like the heads at Farfetch slash like a ton of other things, British Fashion Council, whatever. And she was going on about how like, oh, like, you know, I've been so lucky in my career. Like all these women, women have always been so nice to me. Like, yay, yeah. girl power. And I'm like, this is such bullshit. Yeah, this has not been reflected down here. No. I'm sorry. It has not been reflected. I'm like, I, I, I was just sitting there. Like my coworker um, and I both went together. Yeah. 
And afterwards we were like, this is all a crock of bullshit. Like, I just feel like the patriarchy kind of, <laughs> I always have to bring the patriarchy in. It like, it's everywhere, really. it sets up women to hate each other yeah. and to kill each other. Yeah. And like in like a self perpetuating way. So the guys just sit back and are kind of like, what the hell are these people doing? Yeah. And the girls just kill each other ruthlessly. At each other's throats. Yeah. I do think that that's a limiting belief that we have to get over. Yeah. The idea that we're, when we're seeing other women doing stuff that we really like, don't see that as a red light or like as a green light to hate them. See that as a green light to connect with them, to reach mm. out with them, to reach out to them. Because they're different. Like hypothetically, say like you wanted to start a podcast about fashion startups <laughs> and you came to me and you're like, hey, Steph, like I'm going to start a podcast on fashion startups. Like I could be, you know, there could be a petty child in me yeah. and be like, she is copying me. Yeah. But there could also be a part of me that I try to focus on this side yeah. more in my life. That's like Kyra's perspective is completely different from my yeah. perspective. Believe it or not, it is possible on Spotify and Apple podcasts to subscribe to more than one yeah, podcast. Yeah. I listen to more than one podcast yeah. myself. People need to simmer down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and literally, like I just, another reason why I did this podcast is because I really wanted to talk about collaboration. Like in creative industries, we obviously have to collaborate a lot, mm-hmm. but even on an emotional and on a personal level, we should always be reaching to collaborate with people instead of reaching to see them as competition. I think that is one of our, the biggest things that we have to get over as creatives. As cliche as this sounds, I think the only person you're competing with is yourself. Like the only time you fail in creatively to me is when you fail to pursue the ideas you have and that the ideas you have, you did more of last year. Yeah, I 100% agree. I heard this amazing quote. I can't remember who it was by. who said this? I can't remember, but he said, the only thing that can stop you is internal. Nothing external is strong enough. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. I wrote that in my diary. I was like, wow. That's like, some powerful stuff. That is really powerful. Just since we're on this topic of, you know, cheesy quotes and stuff, I thought I'd just add that on in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So what are your top tips for green light thinking? Okay, so green light thinking, I'm guessing... <laughs> from kind of what we've been talking about is like thinking without limits, right? Yeah. Like just kind of viewing yourself as like, go, like, let's do it. Like just believing in yourself essentially. Yes. And seeing the sort of obstacles that you have as just things to get over, bumps in the road, not reasons to stop, but reasons to go and keep going forward. I'd say maybe like take things one step at a time. So like this weekend I've been like super busy, like Mm -hmm. with the art show, Um, with like recording this podcast and having a lot going on this morning as well and kind of lead up to it I was feeling a bit stressed but I was like I'm just gonna take it one day at a time so I guess first like just talking to myself in like a really kind way yeah and just being like hey like this is what you have to do now like just block out things instead of thinking about the whole because that can I think freak you out really easily and maybe if you don't feel fully ready to do I don't know say a podcast with someone super famous yeah just record one with your friend. Yeah. So then just to like gradually get yourself there. Like you don't have to like jump per se in the deep end if you feel completely paralyzed because maybe you're not there yet. Yeah. Like you can make things smaller for yourself. So yeah, like talk to yourself nicely. Um, Take things in like baby steps. Mm. Like just engage with people. Like, because it's one thing to email someone. Like I love cold emailing people. It's my thing. (laughs) 
Um, you're now good at but it. But what made it like, what made podcasting really real for me was having that conversation with Mark LaRoost mm-hmm. and like just engaging with someone in real life. So like mm-hmm. meet people in real life who are doing the similar creative thing that you want to start um, and just have it be normal. Yeah. Like hanging out with those kinds of people, like be normal. So like at least meet with them. And I think the final one would be just make friends who are doing similar creative stuff. Yeah. Just so it's not like, just so it's not a big deal. Like yeah. just so it's who you are and it's just what you do and it's not a big deal. Yeah. And you also get to You're see in that, that everyone is human. Like everyone has their own obstacles to overcome. Yeah. Like, and- especially in the world of Instagram, I know we see a lot of people and we're just like, oh my God, they've got so many opportunities. They've, they're doing all yeah. these amazing things. We kind of forget that they are, we are all human and that they have to have, face their own challenges and get over them as well. But if you think about it, like when we both become super successful, whatever that even means, yeah. <laughs> whole other conversation. Like I've just come to realize, like I'm going to have a very busy schedule when I'm yeah. older and I can't be freaking out. Like back when I was an intern, yeah. I'm like I cannot be having stress attacks every day yeah. over There's these no time. dumb fashion samples when I'm yeah. going to be running a company when I'm older. Like yeah. I will literally pass out and die. Like if I don't <laughs> figure out my mind. It's so true. You know, it's so true. There's a lot of things that I now don't spend any emotional time on because it's it's literally like, there's no way that I could function or operate at a high level if I was getting upset every time someone like sort of said something to me or like didn't reply to a text or, Mm. you know, whatever. Yeah. Like I had a a coworker who's younger than me quite um, recently and they would just get like really freaked out about like the smallest things at work. And I would just be very relaxed. Yeah. And she kind of just thought I was strange, but I'm like, look, dude, like, you know, I had the experience working at another place that was very stressful. And I'm like, I've just learned that I can't take this on or I'm going to go insane. Yeah. That's so interesting. I think another element of green light thinking is also like knowing that no matter what challenging your challenge you're facing, Mm. there will always be more and you will always go over them. Like what was really hard to you last month in like a year's time probably won't matter. It will be like a blimp in the distance. Yeah. Like having that long-term picture thinking. Yeah. And also just as well, your thoughts about your thoughts is something I like to talk about. (laughs) Is that that expends a lot of energy, like yeah. beating yourself up for feeling bad. Because yeah. I do that a lot, even now. Yeah. <laughs> I am by no means a guru. <laughs> I listen to those brainwash podcasts for a reason because I need to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think even the most like aware, like mentally aware of us, like have a practice of constantly listening and learning. Yeah. And 100%. also another tip for green line thinking. We are all always learning. Like you're mm-hmm. never going to be do anything perfectly you're never going to be the pro at anything that you're doing for the first time so like I think you said this before actually just let it go just go with it just let it be messy take scrappy action and just keep moving forward just figure out like to me I think the whole concept of you know strengths and weaknesses is interesting because on one hand it's like it's good to like tap into that but on the other it is kind of limiting saying this is my weakness but for me like your strengths are something that you enjoy doing genuinely so you something you don't know you learn how to do it. You enjoy doing it. It's fun. You keep yeah. doing it. Whereas your weaknesses are things that you, you could become really good at if you yeah. wanted to, but it's just shit you don't like. Yeah. Or that it doesn't come to you quickly. Yeah. You know? Like so there's a lot not? of hard work that goes into them. For me, like graphic design is something I want to learn. Mm. Am I good at it right now? No. 
So I got someone else to do my yeah. podcast art. Yeah. And it's also like, there's no shame in <laughs> saying that you're not good at something now. I want to be good at it though, kind of lately though. Okay. So we'll see. Maybe that's but... somewhere you can spend some time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. You're great at it, by the way. Oh, thanks. You, were, I... you sent me a bunch of podcast logos for, your yeah. pod, for this podcast. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Um, and I'm like, I love it. I'm like, you should do my next one. I, I would love to, you I know, let me add that to like the CV. Yeah, like it's really real. fun. I think that came from, that you was a skill that I didn't Don't know. be modest. Yeah. <laughs> also don't be modest. Yeah. <laughs> the last tip that I wanted to leave you guys with also for green light thinking, and maybe you will have something to add into this, Stephanie, too, is that to know that every time you start something and every time you're doing something really scary, the world will kind of open up for you also. Mm. So I liked how you were saying how you were at a job that you didn't really like. And when you did the podcast, you met all these amazing people mm. and you were able to get real with yourself and really put yourself out there. I just think it's really interesting how these things are that we're really scared of sometimes can be like literally the key to everything we want. And yeah. on the other side of it is just so much magic and yeah. fun. And I think we're all kind of scared of our own power. Yeah, massively. Yeah. Like even recording podcasts, like I love talking. I love conversation. But actually getting down to record a podcast, I was terrified to do. And I wondered if it was because I was scared I'd be really good at it. I still Probably get not. scared. <laughs> I still get scared. Yeah. Even now. Yeah. But when I'm recording it, I've done this like a hundred thousand times. Yeah. So it's fine. But before I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That panic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. It was an absolute honor. Oh, thank you. And let me know, guys, what you think about this and your thoughts on green light thinking. Amazing. See you later. Goodbye.